Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Bachelor of Lab. It's Jackie and Erin here. Back at it again. Ew, that's what the call her daddy girls. We're not, it's not that kind of podcast, people. But um, <laughs> We just like to try things on, just for just fun. Just trying things out. Erin really likes my hello, hello. I think it's weird. I'm also just not good at intros, so. We're a work in progress. Yeah, so it was the Women Tell All tonight. How did you feel about it? I don't care about the Women Tell All. I used to enjoy the Women Tell All. It used to be one of my favorite nights of the season. But unfortunately, with the way that the casts have been treating each other, it's just more of people yelling at each other and not taking accountability for their own actions for the most part and fighting to get a spot on Paradise. Yeah. And it was boring. And I literally yeah. was like doing like studying for the GRE while watching because I was bored. Uh, it's just like it's all of the things I didn't like about the season again and all of the stuff that they treat as like I want them to talk about what's like the real controversial stuff going on and everything that they talk about that's controversial. It's like stuff that they already kind of like made up slash aside from the whole um escort thing I think that was actually worth addressing and worth talking about but everything else it's just kind of like yeah let's talk about the fake drama that you created yeah exactly and just the whole back and forth with like yeah with Katie like oh all the girls hate Katie because she yeah I don't know Yeah, I just, overall, I didn't really think it was that great. And I think what really stood out to me was how little we really got to know or actually like pretty much any of the women because there was no one who I felt pumped to see. I literally wrote that exact thing down. I said, wow, look at how unlikable these girls are. Like there are truly no fan favorites or personalities in this group. And that's true. There's not one person on there who I was like, Oh yeah, that girl. Honestly, besides Kit, like, and that's like really setting the bar so low that she's my favorite at this point. She doesn't even do anything. Right. And there's definitely women that are sweet, right? Like the people who that got their big moments of talking like Piper and Abigail and, um, Katie are all perfectly fine. And I don't, I didn't, uh, there was nothing about them this season that made me dislike them, but I barely got to know them. Exactly. So when they popped up on my screen, I wasn't, pumped to hear what they had to say because I don't know you. I know you just as well tonight as I did after watching you the first night. And that's the problem. I will say one thing though, is that the fact that they didn't have an audience, I kind of liked it better because I thought I could at least hear what everyone was saying. And Mm. it wasn't as like, I'm screaming over you and like trying to just like say sound bites to get the audience to cheer for me and stuff. So I feel like they should do that maybe going forward. I feel like I could actually, because normally it's literally just everyone screaming at each other over the audience applauding. It's so weird. We've definitely seen that more lately. This was interesting because, so what I found strange about the whole thing was I still at this point, don't really understand the friendships of the women that were in the house. I feel that normally I have a good sense of who's friends, like who's actually friends. Yeah. And this time I honestly have no idea 
Um, and I was surprised by some of the sides that some of the women were taking, especially yeah. the people who are going against Katie. I thought it was kind of shocking to see so many people upset at Katie. Obviously, we weren't there, so we don't know exactly what happened. But to try to blame Katie for everybody else's mean behavior is like, oh, if you just didn't talk about the problem, then there wouldn't have been a problem. Like, that's not accurate. Yeah, I was most surprised by Chelsea. I always yeah, thought that she I was agree. really sweet. I never saw her, or I don't remember ever seeing her say anything mean. She never really was hanging out with Victoria, yet seems to be the one who kept coming to her defense. Meanwhile, the only person I'd seen Victoria hang out with that one time when they were walking was Kit. And Kit was the one who was like, okay, Victoria, you don't get to tell people like how they feel about the things that you say about them. Exactly. It was weird. And I, I think that that, again, goes to show that we really were not given a good insight into the women, their relationships. I mean, part of yeah. why I think people enjoy the show is because it's not just about the relationship between the bachelor and the contestants or the bachelorette and the contestants. We had yeah. so much fun on Tasha's season, watching those guys develop friendships and have fun and goof around. And I love seeing pictures of them on Instagram all hanging out. Like I get yeah. excited when I see that the, the women this season, I just feel like we didn't get to see any of those relationships really form. No. And, and it's quite frankly, kind of sexist. Like I'm, I feel that they're capitalizing off of, Oh, let's make the women really dramatic and all the guys get along. Like that's not true. It's not that women can't get along. It's not that women can't be friends, but however you're manipulating that environment, you're really, just going for like let's make it dramatic women mm -hmm. so over it what do you think the deal is with victoria like do you think she is i cannot figure her out because sometimes i'm like are you really that unself-aware that you don't realize like how mean you were being maybe you thought you were joking on the show and then to come back and be so hurt that people were upset by the mean things that you said but then to be like she just I can't get a read on her I can't figure out what her inner truth is I think I maybe have said this on one of the podcasts that we've done about Victoria as an option of like how Victoria is acting this way which is that she is a person who just doesn't have any good friends that tell her like it is she's never yeah. been shown a mirror of who she is because you can tell that she does seem to be aware of some of her issues right she said to matt i have a really big fear of rejection she seems to be somewhat aware of some things about herself and it was very clear from the way she was acting tonight that she did not expect to that that's what she came across as um obviously i thought it was annoying i don't think she really took responsibility she basically was like well people are being really mean to me on the internet so that outweighs me calling people horrible names right that no being mean to people also it's like no you should not be getting death threats nobody should be getting death threats but i'm sorry that the internet did not react positively to you calling everybody sluts and whores yeah that's not cool it's 2021 we don't do that anymore and it's really a shame that nobody in your life has ever had the balls to say that to you Oh my gosh, if you walked around this earth acting like that, I would be like, um, Jackie Maroney, cut it out. Yeah. I would call you out because we're actually friends. Like, I don't know where her friends are. I don't know where her parents are. 
parents are. I think she's just been yesed her whole life. And this is the problem when nobody ever says no to you. You turn into an asshole and you have to go on national TV to find out. Sorry, that's how it worked out for you. Be mad at your mom and dad, not the rest of us. No, yeah, you're so right because I do think she's like blatantly shocked at how she was received. Yeah. I really think in her mind she was doing like a funny Corinne bit. Yeah. And it was not a funny Corinne bit. It was just mean. Yeah. I, sorry, I'm like being silent because like my wheels are turning so much. I can I'm see like them trying turning. Trying to like piece it all together. Yeah, I don't. She, I don't know why. I like, I don't even want to keep talking about her because she doesn't even no. deserve all of this airtime. But she is someone that I find particularly curious. And then also how deeply she felt for like, because that wasn't fake when she was like very upset about Matt and talking to him and how she really felt about their relationship. Like, like she's not that good of an actress. Like, you know, that was like deep emotion she really did feel those things and I'm just like this is this is all very odd to me I don't know definitely odd definitely odd I was glad that she didn't take up a lot of the airtime tonight yeah they didn't give her many opportunities to talk which I appreciated yeah okay Brittany Anna that whole thing you know what I, I was one of the most impressive people to me tonight like the only time I stopped and went, huh, I actually am glad that I spent five minutes of my life listening to that was listening to Brittany. I thought she spoke about how she was hurt so well. I think she really expressed yeah. herself in a really calm, clear way. Not that you have to be calm, obviously, like you don't need to be, but I just, I appreciated that she really made a point to say, no, I'm not in this industry, but there's nothing wrong with being in this industry and putting people down for their job is not okay. And I'm not better than anybody in that. Like, I thought that the way she talked about it was great. I don't really think that Chris acknowledged it at all. Um, but I guess I I wouldn't expect him to. So I did like that moment for Brittany. Do you feel that Anna in any way came off as taking accountability or redeemable. Like I, I literally wrote down like she should be ashamed of herself and I don't want to hear it. Like, I don't want to hear her apologies, but she did at least kind of own up to it. I don't know. It was, I struggled with it because part of me, if, if it was just this, I thought her, I mean, she, she was like, I was wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong. And she was really the only one who got up there and just straight up said, I was wrong. I did the wrong thing. Yeah. Anybody else who was kind of confronted about a behavior was like, well, this is why I did it. Here was my reasons. Emotions were running high. We were all trying our best. We got a lot of everybody was trying their best. Anna didn't say I was trying my best. She said, this was not okay. This was the wrong thing. So I appreciated that. But from Brittany, it sounded like Anna didn't reach out to her. If you really felt bad, if you really wanted to make amends and not just make amends to the public and make it look like you're making amends, but because you really felt bad for how your actions affected Brittany, then you would have reached out to her. Like DM her on Instagram, get her cell phone number from somebody. You you could have reached out to her and you, if you didn't, like that's what's sketchy to me. Because also you've had months, like girl, pick up the phone. Oh, for sure. No, I, it's that with me the wrong way. And I left that moment just being like, okay, I don't care. I don't feel, I don't, but I don't feel bad for you, but I couldn't tell if I was being too harsh or not, but 
Um, no, I don't really feel bad for her either. I mean, I appreciated that she was somebody who said, yes, I, I messed yeah. up, but you can't just take accountability. You can't just apologize because you want people to see that you did. If you really hurt somebody, that should be your priority is letting them, yeah. them know that you are sorry. So yeah, I was not really that impressed with that. To be honest, I kind of had almost forgotten that that had even happened this season. There's been like nothing yet a lot that has happened in this season. You and know? I feel like we could sum it up in one sentence. Which, okay, what would that sentence be? Okay. Um, Matt James makes a bunch of mean girls think that they are the one that he likes the most and all of them end up disappointed. That was really good. <laughs> I was, wow. Thank you. Wrap it up. That's it. <laughs> you guys, thank summer. you guys so much for listening to Bachelor Blab. Follow us on Instagram. Goodbye. Like we will no longer be podcasting for the rest of the season because <laughs> that was it. That was the whole show. That's the show. Yeah. I, I, you know what I mean? I just kind of think that's really what it boils down to. Yeah. Okay. What I did find annoying, this is what I'm most I don't know. I'm going to say I'm most mad about a lot of things, but okay. I'm mad about this. All this nonsense with Heather and the van and the girls yelling at each other and saying mean things and calling each other names. And you had all these actually funny dates, the fear factor date. Why didn't we get to watch that? I know. What, what, what a waste of, I mean, that made me mad. I'm almost more angry that they showed us that they had that footage and chose to leave it out to put in more nonsense drama than if they had just pretended it never happened. I just don't get where the disconnect is because I feel like this has been going on now for a couple seasons and viewers are incredibly vocal saying we don't want to see this like Peter's season was so was the first season where I felt like the girls were so mean where I'm like I hate all of you don't don't talk to me goodbye um and they just did the same thing again like times seven but I, I mean I guess why am I sitting here being like oh where's the disconnect between the bachelor franchise and the actual world and what the viewers want because like clearly it's a big one the mark on a lot of things so I, yeah, I don't know why I expect so much I need to lower my yeah. expectations I guess I know. So I guess it was just like, I wasn't surprised, but I was disappointed because yeah. the fear factor thing was funny. The pancakes thing was funny. And honestly, that short clip of Victoria was almost like it gave her some redeemable yeah. personality. It's just you, I thought it was very evident in them showing that just how much everything is edited because totally. if those scenes had been in, would we have a different picture of the girl? I mean, that the kit getting lost in the forest. That was funny. Yeah, that was funny. It made me like Kit more. Like you took out all of these things that actually made these girls real human. Real people, yes. And likable. Yes. yes. I just feel that. I mean, I said this from the from the first sentence probably of this mm-hmm. episode so far. I just feel like we don't know the girls. Yeah. And it's just getting worse and worse every single season. And what is the point if we don't if you can't connect to the characters on a show, why are you watching right. the show? Right. Especially really. in a season where we don't really know The Bachelor either. It's not like we're all really connected to Matt. I mean, if you follow Tyler and if you followed them on Instagram, you know them a little bit, but it, it, a regular person that doesn't yeah, like do all that. If you're not a person who is on TikTok, which I think like the, the age for TikTok like caps out at like 30. And I know a lot of other older people watch this show 
if they they don't they don't know TikTok or like anything about Matt James. They literally said Matt James as if like everyone's supposed to know who he is. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. People don't know him. And then you also didn't let us get to know the girls. So what really is the point? I also, yeah. I really thought that they were going to announce the next Bachelorette, but all they really did was kind of look like they were interviewing three people to be the Bachelorette. That's then- exactly what I wrote too. <laughs> Although so I think weird. Katie won the the trial. I think, well, I think they're testing out a bunch to see what yeah. the outside response is going to be. And then clearly they're going to make a decision after they see the the response from the viewers. But I think Katie had the strongest I should be Lorette speech. I think she was just hitting all the right points of like, you know, I I just like, I need my person, but like, what if I'm unlovable? But also I'm the most confident I've ever, like just hitting every single thing that I'm like, oh my God, this is the intro package right here. I wonder if she, if they planned that with her or if she came like prepared to like campaign for it, yeah. It felt fake to me. And what I like about Katie, so what I've liked about Katie up until this point is she has not seemed fake. And that moment with her felt just kind of fake. Yeah. I wonder if they've, they already kind of prepped her with those points. Cause I don't know if that's yeah. maybe something she would have come up with on her own. It was like very much like up oh, bullet point, bullet point, bullet point, bullet point, bullet point. And they also really had to go in and edit hard to make it look like her and Matt had this like beautiful romantic relationship. I, <laughs> I felt that way with a lot of like the lookbacks and like we can talk about Serena in a second, but like they made that look really romantic. And I'm like, this is not how I remember this. I remember the conversation we had literally last week was like, he hates Serena. There's the least amount of chemistry here. And obviously she's going home. And then the way they edited that to be like, the one who got away, believe, blah, blah. Yeah. I just think that they, their story, like it's always edited, but their storyline is not together this season. There's a lot of plot holes and we will not stand for this. Well, I also think that they're kind of now having to do some damage control and like recovering as they go. Yes. Just because of everything that's been going on with Rachel. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know about what you think. I just feel from... Matt's beard screams, I'm a single man. Like, I don't, what girl that you're dating would be like, yeah, that looks good. Keep it. Actually, actually, you should keep that beard for the women tell all on national television. Like that to me is like, oh, I think he's going through a thing, clearly. 100% agree with you there. However, I could also see like, yeah, babe, totally grow that out when you go see all your ex-girlfriends. Yeah, grow out that beard. You know, like as a little like, decoy like as a yeah I'm gonna disguise him as an ugly person yeah. <laughs> so you're yeah, less attractive sure. so that no him. one else will be going on I guess yeah sure anything's possible I just where I was going with that that I I, I think that beard screams single man and I do feel like they were kind of setting something up whether he I mean my opinion from even a couple episodes ago was that I think he picks Rachel I don't know um but if that's the case and I'm seeing this beard, clearly we're going to get to the end and maybe he's not with anyone. I feel like they're setting it up for like a Serena, like, hey, want to grab a drink, like Hannah B and Tyler C moment. That's kind of how I felt like the seed was being planted. Because they, totally the the they always want a relationship. Like they, they want a happy ending. They really do. So I was seeing a vibe. Yeah, I felt the same way. I felt like they were like, okay, let me look through who can we sell as this like magical yeah. thing? Yeah. 
and and quite frankly like the only other people he had strong connections with is like michelle and brie but i think it's gonna be at this point like they're gonna be hurt like they're gonna be because you have to strike that balance of who is too hurt to be able to go back to totally and i think both of them where they are right now they're about to get their hearts crushed yeah so it's serena i don't know that's just what i thought they were trying to start let us know if you guys thought things similarly or if you're seeing it totally different from how we're seeing it but yeah okay here's my big question before we get to rose and thorn unless you have more that you wanted to not really um i just felt even like like, I agree with you that they were totally auditioning Katie, Abigail, Aunt Piper, and maybe even Serena for Bachelorette, but I just felt like bringing Piper, I'm like, Piper, who, who are you? Abigail, I expected. The Serena and Katie one also expected. <laughs> like, it was, it felt, I don't want to say scraping the bottom of the barrel, because that sounds negative towards Piper. There's nothing wrong with her, but I was just like, I don't know who you are. I don't know why you're, like, one of the choices. Because they may have had this amazing relationship, but again, we didn't get to see right. it. Exactly. So we, so as a viewer, you're just looking and going, it feels like you're picking random girls out yes. from this crowd. And maybe she did have one of the most close, one of the most magical closest relationships with Matt, but we were not privy to that information because you kept yeah. cutting all the dates so we could watch the girls yell at each other. Yeah. Remember that one time though, him and Piper were like secretly making out like on a group date and then and everyone was like, oh, Piper, blah. So maybe they actually did have a way stronger relationship. Well, that's what we said then. We were like, I think yeah. he does have a strong relationship with Piper. There's something here, but we didn't get to see it develop or like we didn't really get to see much of it. Yeah. So in the end, poor Piper on TV ended up looking like a bit of a fool because- yeah it looked like she was so into him and thought he was so into her. And as a viewer, you're like, he's not that into you. He says this to everybody, but she didn't know that. I thought she had the best point of, she kind of said it in a nice way, but she said, Matt does a really good job of making everybody, making you feel like you're really special. And that's what we've said this whole time. He's really good at talking to them, but he Mm -hmm. is digging himself 30 holes because every single girl here thinks that he likes them the most. And that's a problem. And that is partially why I think we ended up with so much drama. I'm not blaming it on Matt. Obviously they're all responsible for their own stuff, but I think that that also escalated the animosity because even in Peter season, Mm -hmm. most of those girls in the end were able to come together and be friends. Yeah. I do not see these girls ever being friends. Yeah, I guess we'll we'll see. Is the, is there even a paradise this year? Will I even watch Paradise? I where is does my journey go with the Bachelor franchise? Very unclear at the moment. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll see. I would rather see Peter's girls on Paradise because they never got their Paradise from last year, and I would rather that than Queen Victoria take the beach again. Like, oh my god. Right. I don't want to watch that. I thought, so the question I was going to ask you was, who do you, who did you feel made the biggest paradise play? Like there's always somebody who comes in and you're like, literally, I don't even know her name. Um, Mari. Was it, hold on, let me Google to see, cause it was all over um, the internet. Like who is this girl? She was speaking very often and I don't know her name. And slash had never seen her before in my life. I guarantee it's Mari because that's M-A-R-I. That's how you spell it bachelor yes 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 yes. she was coming at katie for like getting involved in things that didn't involve her and then Mm -hmm. was constantly butting into every single conversation and you were just like ma'am you're trying too hard here 
she looks like a night one sent home. Like I Google imaged her and all I see is like her, her regular, like, you know how they get headshots taken before the season even starts. I see that. And then her in the same dress, like three times with Matt. I'm assuming night one. Yeah. Cause this one's her coming out of the limo. So yeah. She wasn't she was night, night one. Night. She was like night three. Oh, because I had her in my bracket for a couple of weeks because I thought Matt was going to be into her. She seemed really cool. I think she was a pageant mm-hmm. queen. Yes, I'm seeing that also on Google Images. Mrs. Maryland yeah. or no, not Mrs. Miss Maryland. Mrs. Maryland. Um, yes, I believe. Yeah, I like I was into Mrs. Maryland, but now Mrs. Maryland is kind of annoying. So no, I didn't like that. And I just feel like with those things, I guess like I get with they're trying to do and like if you weren't there for the drama you have to say something but I'm just like pick your moment better like I think there's a way to say things that are relevant and important to say why are you picking things that you weren't even there for like it was the same with Jane in um that's who I was thinking of yes and I was like Jane like you weren't even there you were literally weren't there oh man oh man oh man okay Rose and Thorn Um, okay. I'm ready. Do you want me to go? Yes. I'm going to give my rose to Brittany. Um, we can both give her a rose. I thought she had the best moment of the night and it was really the only time that I cared even a little bit about what was happening. And Mm -hmm. Thorne has been a really hard choice for me, but it's going to have to go to Matt's beard. That's a God damn it. (laughs) That's literally exactly what I was thinking. Okay. The beard does not look good. No. That's what I'm saying. Like this man is single. This man just went through a he went through a breakup and he's sad about it. And he's it's like Mark, you're so hot and your jawline is beautiful. Why are you growing this beard? It looks like men and and his hair is so short, so it's just like the contrast. I'm not into it. See, I've seen that look on some people and some people I feel fine about it, but I just don't really like it on him. What is with no. men and beards? Why are men obsessed with beards? It's to prove I that they really can grow know. one? Because like, I always have been like, I like a little scruff. I think that sure. looks nice. Um, but yeah, full on beard, I think is just like unsanitary to me. Well, because I mean, if you really like, want to have a nice beard, you have to use product and take care of it. And that seems to be. Yeah. And like who, I don't think any man does that. Like did men shampoo their beards when they wash their hair? I make Adam should, use right? condition. I get beard conditioner for him and make him use it. Oh, that's so nice. But I've never seen Adam with like a long beard life. Like so no, how it doesn't long get- has he ever had a beard? Oh, he's gotten it pretty long, like cup, like couple inches oh, out only when that. he's been like away in the woods for six weeks right and then immediately had to shave it when he returned but my it's grandpa just, really didn't want him to because my grandpa was very into it that's a whole nother oh my god it's just so scraggly it's like scraggly yeah and unsanitary and dirty and things get caught in it I, yeah he that man is single he is so <laughs> single like who ugh, whatever I think that's the, I think that's truly the hottest take of the night that that beard really gave us single man vibes. Love that. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. Rose and Thorn. Runner up Rose and runner up Thorn because these aren't her first choices. Yeah. Shoot. I need to think, think fast, think fast. Um, my, I mean, I guess I can edit out this pause. It doesn't matter. I liked when you yelled at yourself to think fast, like that's going to make you think fast. I know. My rose goes to Serena. 
Because I feel like I did, I mean, granted, I think they're trying to make me feel differently about Serena, but I felt different about her today than I did in the past. I think, like you said, with all the other girls, like we don't, we haven't really gotten to see a lot of their personalities. We, we haven't gotten to know them really well. And I definitely was quick to be like, Serena, boring, like whatever. We have not seen much, like her personalities, Canada. I was not that, <laughs> Matt doesn't like her. There's no chemistry here. And like judging all these things about her, but I think regardless of whether their montage of their love is like revisionist history or, or it actually was, and we didn't really get to see it. I just think she came off tonight with like a lot more personality that I had never seen before. And I was like, oh, she's so great and sweet and cute and funny. So I'm giving her my rose and then my thorn goes to Anna. Honestly, I just can't. Mm. I don't mean to be a bully because I'm sure that girl has gotten enough bullying, but that's all I have to say. Mm. Mm. So well said. <laughs> Thank you. That says it all. All right. Well, we have two weeks left of this um, train wreck. Are we going to call it a train mm -hmm. wreck of a season? I mean, every season when they put a man in charge seems to be a train wreck. So you think they learn. <laughs> Do you have any ideas of what you think? I feel like they're making it seem like Rachel leaves and then Matt gets sad based on the preview. So that was my original thought. This time, this is my new theory. And this okay. is a combination of using what I have watched on that show. What's the show that I was watching? Unreal. About the Unreal. Yeah. I haven't really watched that much of it, but I've seen enough of it that it gave me this idea. So in this preview was the first time that we saw Matt was talking to his dad. Yes. I'm also very excited for that part too. Which, oh, see, I am not excited at all. I think he has clearly expressed that he has like a very not great relationship with his dad. His dad walked out. Like, it, it, like I am very nervous that this was a, oh, we're going to dig up his dad from the woodwork and bring him on the, sh out of the woodwork and bring him on the show and have them have this whole talk that they've literally never had before and confront Matt with his dad. And that's why Matt's like, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to keep doing this. And is being so weird to Chris because he's like, what the hell you've put me in this terrible like, situation. Like that was a really low blow. That's mm -hmm. okay. You saw that from, yeah, that, that sounds better than what I was going to say. I was just like, oh my God, his dad. I don't think his dad was around that much. Like, let's see what happens. Right. And if I him and his dad, if they had improved their relationship, like if they have a relationship now and Matt was all for it, that's yeah. fine. But I just feel like I know enough about the way that they run this show that we don't know for sure that Matt would have been cool with that just based on what we've heard about his dad so far. And I just don't know how comfortable it's going to be to watch them have that confrontation. And even listening to his mom, like say, you know, love isn't the end all be all. She seems very cynical. She's clearly hurt. Like it's just, it was heartbreaking just even in the trailer to see the model of love that he's had. Um, yeah. And they're just, it's kind of like, they're just like, Ooh, here's an open wound. Let's poke at this open wound and make him have a mental breakdown like Colton did because that's what we get good TV. It's just becoming, I don't know if it's, I've watched enough that I, I know what they're doing or if it's just become so transparent and they, because they've gotten worse at hiding it. I know, but I think it's genuinely gotten worse, right? Like every season they have to like, dig deeper the season that they did before right like uh, like Colton getting mad because Cassie left and then doing a fence jump like now that like if if Rachel left it and Matt did a fence jump like it's not enough right like we've seen it before so now they need to go further and further and yeah now they're really pushing this 
pushing people's, I don't know, pushing people's traumas. And yeah, I think, and this is what we said last season too, with even with Tasha's boys, like it was great how so many of them were vocal, but it was starting to get into a territory of crossing the line of, I'm just going to poke at your trauma for good television. And that's not okay. Yeah. I guess we'll see. Ugh, I was initially, what you're saying makes so much sense. And that's Oh, I'm really, sorry. I don't mean to ruin it. No, because that's the lens I should be looking at it through because it is I've been really told I'm a catastrophizer. So that's just part of what my is, problem. What does that mean? A catastrophizer. Well, my, mm-hmm. ther- my therapist didn't t- say this to me. I've just diagnosed myself with this. And then okay. friends have been like, yeah. So I just, it's like a worst, you're like a worst case scenario person. But my problem is I don't really worst case scenario myself, or at least I'm not vocal about it. Like it might be happening in my mind, but I don't say it out loud. But other people will be like, oh, this thing happened to me. And they're like kind of upset about it, but not that upset. And I'm like, oh, maybe it's of this horrible reason. And they're like, well, I didn't even consider that that could happen. So I just, I worst case scenario for other people. No, but this one seems valid. <laughs> like I, I mean, I'm not always wrong. <laughs> no, you're in this case. I think you're right. Cause I didn't like, I knew that his dad wasn't around that much. I didn't think they had a good relationship, but I didn't really put two and two together. How he probably didn't, doesn't want him here. This is probably incredibly traumatizing and bringing up like deep psychological wounds from literally his childhood. Meanwhile, I'm just like, oh, I wonder what they'll say. <laughs> I know. Yeah. But I also, I do like a little bit of mess, but I do think it's getting to that to me. I is feel a that. Give me mess with people who agreed to be here and give me mess with people who agreed to be messy. Yeah. You don't need to dig into people's, I don't know. I just, it's the same way that we reacted when they did all that stuff with Dean's dad. We said that was messed up then. Like families, you you can't, you can't exploit people's families. You just can't because the family didn't sign up for the show. Right. Nor did the, the, did the contestants sign up to go on to a right, like family show. Like, yes, Matt signed up to be the bachelor and to go on a dating show. And and that can be upsetting and emotional in itself but like Matt didn't sign up to like have his childhood trauma taken care of today no he did not and he really only should with a licensed therapist because like guys come on everyone get into therapy seriously that's our biggest that's our biggest if you take one thing away from this podcast it's that you should go to therapy yeah I love that I mean, I really do love therapy. Big advocate for it these days. If you have just have to find the right therapist, that's the key. As someone who's been to probably double digits therapists, that's true. And this is the first one I really like, where I'm like, oh, she gets it. Yeah, yeah. You got to try them out. You got to. You're shopping. You're interviewing them just as much as they're interviewing you. Yeah. I, I'm like, I, I have so much more to say on that. I could go on a tangent, but maybe that's not be our why next people podcast. Came to <laughs> all right. Well, so that was the women tell all. Um, like I said before, it's not really my favorite episode ever, but you know, whatever we have to talk. I really, I thought today was fantasy suites and I was like getting really excited. And then as it started, I was like, fuck women tell all. Oh, that's such a bummer. I know. Um, but so next week is fantasy suites and hopefully I'll feel happier about that. We can only hope. (laughs) (laughs) We really can only hope at this point. Thank you guys so much for listening to bachelor blab. Follow us on Instagram at bachelor blab. Also like, and subscribe. I never ask people to do that, but all other podcasts do. So it clearly does something good for the podcast when you 
subscribe. <laughs> and also um, write us a review. Also like slide into the DMs, also swipe up. And that's it, right? <laughs> that's it. Bye guys, see you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.